take one. So this is the first Undefeated Fit Life podcast, or Undefeated Mind podcast. I'm Wendell Christian. I'm a fitness trainer and the creator of Undefeated Fit Life. And I'm here with my fiance, Ashley, who's probably not going to say anything within the first couple of minutes because it's going to be me rambling about myself. So I wanted to start a podcast or some form of audio, I would say, for the last year or so. And I was constantly contemplating on whether I want to do a YouTube channel or like some Instagram videos. But um, throughout my career so far, I have not done a whole lot of talking. And so I felt like there are a lot of misperceptions and that's just a natural thing that happens when you're on social media. I think you get a lot of like curated information where you don't really get to see the you don't really get to go deep with the person that's giving you the information. So I felt like this was a great medium and I felt like this was the perfect time to start a podcast considering um, where we are at right now in uh, our culture, our society right now and what's going on. So to kind of dive right into it. um, what undefeated means or where the name came from i was either in the car or i was watching a i was watching a, a fitness video and i don't remember who the person I, I was watching but i remember hearing the song um it's called undefeated by ace hood and when i first heard the song i probably played the video probably five or six times because i really liked the lyrics so then i downloaded the song and i would like literally, literally listen to the song every single day for about two weeks and about three or four days after listening to the song I was in the car in the morning and the name Undefeated Fit Life just came to me and I was just like okay I could use that as my name if nobody's using it because it was it was it kind of felt like everything that I was kind of trying to come up with as far as trying to find a name for for branding myself was like taken or somebody was using it in some form or fashion so I looked it up and I was like, okay, nobody's using this, so maybe this is meant to be. But I didn't act on it right away. Um, Fast forward a couple months later, I finally decided, okay, I was like, okay, I'm about to just go through with this. Um, A lot of stuff that was happening in my career at that time, there were some things going on that I wasn't too happy about. So I was like, I'm going to have to kind of just start going out on my own to kind of create and put out um, the message that I want to put out. So I changed my Instagram name over and I started using that name and tagging that into a lot of my videos and it kind of started to stick. Um, Fast forward um, from there, my cousin helped me pick out my logo and then my dad sent me all t-shirts and that kind of just got the ball rolling. Uh, From there, I would say that this movement is only still like a couple months old as far as me being out on my own. Um, And... I would say that it's pretty receptive right now. I kind of just got my YouTube channel up and started and going um, as well. So at some point, I would like to kind of get the video portion of this going at some point as well. But to kind of go deeper into that, um, what undefeated means, if you don't listen to the song, undefeated to me is a constant reminder or message to uh, wake up every day and be the best version of yourself. So whether that's no matter what is what you're going through, so whether it's fitness, um, it's something going on in your relationships and life. So I guess what I wanted to do was I wanted to create something where it was bigger than just exercise, because I think 
at least from working with people over the last few years, I think a lot of people compartmentalize fitness and they try to put things into different categories. So my relationships are over here. My fitness is over here. My health is over here. And a lot of people aren't connecting the dots, realizing that everything kind of goes hand in hand. And so I wanted to create something where I didn't just want to put myself into a box where I'm just a fitness guy. Um, because I feel like I'm way more than just those things. Um, I'm going through life just like anybody else. And it's a journey for me, just like it's a journey for anybody else. So for me, undefeated um, simply means this is just somebody that is going through life and waking up every day trying to become the best version of themselves. And so that's a constant reminder for me. And that's what I try to be for my clients and my family. And that does not mean that you have to be perfect. It just means that when you get those bumps in the road, you still get up and you still try to persevere and be the best version of yourself. So from there, I felt like this was the perfect time to start a podcast because we are in a we are in a in a world right now where there's a lot going on. Um there's a lot of positive, but there's also as far as the totality and the amount of fear-based negativity that's going on is being pushed out way more than the positivity is. And so I want it to be somebody that's going to put out a positive message because I feel like the news is so dominating right now that everybody's kind of running in, in like fear mode and survival mode. And so um, basically, I feel like the message right now is that everybody's kind of trying to, in a sense, the message is... Uh, run and be out for yourselves instead of thinking about others and kind of slowing down and thinking about what our country really stands for. Like our country stands for, or our country is something, is a, is a symbol of strength and it's not fear-based. We conquer things. And so I think that this coronavirus, just like anything else that's gone on in this country, will get past it just like anything else. But it starts with us doing the best, uh, the best that we can do within ourselves. And so that's, that's taking care of ourselves, whether that be how we eat, how we train. But also, I think, and this was a message that has been preached to me since I was little. Um, my Uncle Terry is, I would coin him for telling me this over and over again. He would always say to me, life is a marathon. And I had a friend's um, dad would always say to me, go slow. And I would never understand what those things meant. But this is a situation where I think when we when when the quote life is a marathon, the way I look at it is, is like life is a series of sprints, jogs and walks. And I think the society that we live in, we're constantly told to sprint all the time. And so we got to always try to beat the next person to the next thing. And an example of that right now is. When you go into the store, people are fighting over things instead of really just thinking about it as a whole. Like, are, is it really that bad? Like, I think that at the end of the day, we'll, we'll be OK. And you can you can join in on this part. But I feel like we're we're in a situation where the world is trying to tell us to slow down and kind of detach and, and get a different perspective on life because people are this whole social distancing distancing thing that's what that really means and so but i think that we're we've been in such in a state of sprinting all the time that it's almost unheard of or not natural to slow down and actually get clear on, on yourself and where you're at so i think that it's a um in a positive light if you can look at it in a positive way this is a chance to kind of slow down and just kind of have a shift in perspective and also realize that we're going to get past it just like we got past anything else in this world. So I don't know. That's kind of just my feeling on it. I think that um, 
if we as individuals decide to lead instead of follow along at what we see. And I think that's another thing. Like when you're in a store and you're filling your basket up with stuff and panicking and grabbing things, you set off that in somebody else because most people are impressionable. Most people are not doing things on their own free will, like their own, they're not making their own choices. They're kind of going off what they see. So if you're taking everything, well, that's telling me that I need to take everything that I can get. And all that is, is a domino effect and it leaves nothing for certain people. And then everybody's panicking, fighting each other. So I think that we need to have a perspective where we're being clear on leading and uh, presenting ourselves the best way and, and, and being somebody that's, uh, willing to go through whatever it is that we're going to face in the next couple of months because nobody can predict what's going to happen. This can be over in two months. This can be over at the end of the year. We really don't know. But I think that we need to act in faith and not in fear. And that's kind of just where I stand out with that. Your oh. thought process on it. Uh, well, where we are at, I guess if I can start with my job because I work in the um, healthcare community i guess so i work at a facility where we have medical and dental i'm a dental assistant so we don't deal with patients well actually we do uh, right now um before the coronavirus started we our procedures weren't so invasive if that makes sense compared to medical um I really can't say what they do and they don't do on the medical side as far as like procedures, but I know on our side we deal we the procedures that we do there's a lot of aerosols, so um basically anything that is in the mouth as soon as we start working in there it's present in the atmosphere if you want to put it that way. So um we were getting exposed to a lot of things um with patients simply by being present in the room. So now we only see emergency patients, which has helped a lot, but we still run the risk of coming in contact with somebody because they want to come to the doctor unnecessarily because they're scared. They think because they have a cough or, you know, whatever have you, that they have the coronavirus. Um, But I guess that relates to what you were saying about people having fear um, everything is so fear, like every, like every thought you have is kind of like, it goes straight to fear. Whereas like, I think that a lot of people just need to turn off the fear and then turn on like, you're like, you're mindful thinking, you know, not to be super spiritual or anything, but I was going to say like, turn on your faith instead of turning on your fear. So basically don't jump to conclusions about things kind of like think things through before you cause a panic for everybody around you so if i wake up and i got a little twinge in my throat i'm not gonna be like okay boom i got the coronavirus y'all we gotta shut everything down here Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you have to think through things before you start reacting because like you said it's kind of like a domino effect if you start acting a certain way people can definitely be influenced by your actions Mm -hmm. so I think people just need to be more mindful and cautious about how they themselves can prevent things from affecting them. So, like, you know how they say, stay home if you don't necessarily have to be out. A lot of people are just like, I'm just going to go out if I feel like going out. And, you know, if you're in a more, 
I guess, populated area. Like, we're in Akron. I'm not saying there's not a lot of people here, but, you know, compared to a city like L.A. or something Mm -hmm. like that, like, people have to work and, you know, everybody's not off, but a lot of people are off. And, you know, I would, you know, reduce it down to I only need to go places that are necessary. I think the blessing that they have in those um, those states is the heat. Now, I think California is getting hit bad because you have a lot of people traveling in and out. Yeah, New York. And so they get the, so a lot of the diseases are getting spread because you have people leaving and coming back. But like Miami is a prime place. Like it's very unlikely for it to spread as much or shouldn't, at least how how California is supposed to be hit because they have the heat there and the virus is less likely to want to be able to spread, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, you know, like. Because there's, I mean, we, because I was thinking about that too. You assume that because there's places are, um, the climate is higher than others, that people aren't being affected, but it also depends on the size of the area. I agree. So like, you know, people are, they're frequently coming and going places simply because they're not off of work or they off of work and now they have time to go places and they're like, well, screw it. I'm just gonna, Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna go wherever I feel like going. So if you think about... This, uh, I guess I'm just gonna say this, like, like to just so get to the 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 bottom of it. Like the coronavirus, in my own opinion, is spreading because of what people naturally do. So we open doors, we get in and out of our cars, we go to the store, we touch stuff that other people have already touched. People are going around wiping their noses, touching their kids. They might scratch their nose, their hair, whatever. You know, people don't wash their hands like other people do. Not saying that they're just dirty people, but some people, they're just not, we're all not robots. We're all not the same. So like we don't wash our hands like somebody who washes their, like the next person who washes their hands. So you just have to keep in mind when they tell you stuff like don't don't go where you not don't go where you don't need to go follow that wash your hands every time you get a chance follow that that reduces the risk of somebody else catching the coronavirus eating stuff that's healthy for you like fruits and vegetables taking vitamins stuff like that that protects you from somebody else coming next to you and that maybe they're infected or maybe they're even just sick and also you possibly giving something to somebody else like and that's also what i was saying too is like when i did that post it was like let's be proactive and not reactive but also let's take care of our inner worlds because it's like okay you can wear gloves and a mask but if you're eating crappy food and and you're naturally prone to be sick well, what good are you really doing anyways? And then you're wearing gloves. That's not protecting much of anything because you're putting germs somewhere else. Yes. So to me, I was, I guess the way I look at it is, is like the only thing that I really have control over is what I'm doing. Absolutely. That's the first line of defense, yourself. You yeah. can only, you have to be, you basically have to be your own defense in something that's like multiplying rapidly like this. That's the best you can do for yourself and your family you have good practices you make sure your family's doing the same thing because i mean that's really all you can do you can't trust that because the coronavirus is going around that everybody is washing their hands and stuff some people are just not yeah you know they don't they're not they're not into it they don't you know a lot of people just know that it's going around they don't really know the severity of it so you just listen to listen to what their people are you know 
the precautions that people are telling you to take. And it's basic stuff. It's not like, oh, well, you know, I got to go to the emergency every time I feel like. Um, well, I know. also think I think right now, too, just where we're at in um, the year. I think this is the time where most people are getting sick anyways. Mm-hmm. So the fact that this is going around yeah. is just making it even worse. And then we're about to be approaching a- um, allergy season. Mm-hmm. So we've been dealing with that, too. Yeah. So now it's like everybody's respiratory system is about to be jacked up. So now that's like that's also why I think this is going to last longer because that was one of the symptoms. So now if you freaking sneeze or cough next <laughs> to somebody, you about to get death stares yeah. and possibly beat up. And it might just be you have allergies. So, yes. So it's like a mixture of things. Yeah. So it's just a it's just one of those things where I just think that, like I said, people are very impressionable. And a lot of people don't want to think for themselves. And I think that we're a product of our... A lot of people are a product of their environment. Like, I'm not trying to go deep on this. But, like, you spend you spend majority of your life in school and from your parents to school where somebody's always telling you what to do and what to believe. Mm-hmm. And then when you become an adult and now you have to make decisions, it's hard and it sucks because you don't really have that muscle to do that. Mm-hmm. So... The natural thing to do is I watch the news all the time. If that's what you do, you're basically operating out of fear because that's how they drive their ratings is keeping you in fear because you come back for more. That's how they that's how they draw you in. There's always something going on. Somebody's always getting sick. Somebody's always dying, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. So I think that, like, like I said, we are a lot of people are not thinking for themselves. They're just reacting. Oh, I saw so and so get this many things of toilet paper. I need to go get toilet paper. They're fighting over Perel. I'm gonna go fight over Perel. Yeah. I need to go get water. I'm gonna go take all the water off the shelves. Oh, we need canned goods. I'm gonna take as many canned goods as I can fit into my car. So everybody's kind of doing the same thing. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being cautious. I'm prepared. But it's the difference between being cautious and like you're you're like excessive. Yeah, getting you're like taking and you're not leaving them for anybody else because all that's doing is causing more of the chain reaction. And this was what I was thinking about the toilet paper situation. So toilet paper is like, what do you call that? Disposable, Yeah. I guess. But when you think of the, the longevity of this virus, say, say the Walmart and Giant Eagle and whatever is shut down and nobody else can get toilet paper. Yeah. What are you going to use? Besides toilet paper. That's what I think that's like the process of what somebody's thinking about is that I need to get all of this toilet paper in case I can't buy any more toilet paper at a point in time, which, you know, I guess it does make sense. But it's like, OK, let me get some toilet paper. OK, I'm going to let the next person get some toilet paper because guess what? They need toilet paper, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not running out that fast now. So next week, you could probably get some toilet paper. But But, even if you could not get toilet paper, you can wash your butt with more than one with more than toilet paper. You know, if it if they ever ran out. So I think that people are thinking about themselves. Well, yeah, it's like can think, think in the long run, like in the long run. Well, just take what you need. And it's yeah. like, at the end of the day, this is not a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And we don't have to go hide under, in like a a, um, a cave or something. 
and and be quiet for months on end until these things are gone. Like it's not even to that extent. Like I think I think that's also playing into a lot of people's mind. They've been watching The Walking Dead and all that stuff, <laughs> and Black Summer, whatever the other show's called. So it's like people are, think that that's actually happening, and I don't think that's. I just think that it's a little excessive. Um, and like I said, I just think that we need to we need to take a step back and detach and think for ourselves a bit. Yeah. And ask ourselves, are we really doing right things for ourselves? Because like, when it really comes down to it, keep yourself healthy is very simple things. Drink water. Eat natural food. Get some sunlight. I mean, I know they say to stay indoors, but getting some sunlight is still needed for you. Some natural light is good. Um, keep your stress level low. Now I feel bad for the parents that are home for, with their kids. That Now they become teachers. I apologize. I don't know what to say about that. And move. Get some movement in. I mean, that's still that's still a necessity, whether it be at home or in your garage, gym, or whatever the, the case may be. Like, those things are necessary. Um, and, and, and that's it. I mean, like I said, I don't... Nobody can predict how long this is going to go. Nobody knows how deep it's going to go into. But I really don't feel like it's to the extent, to the point where we're about to be locked in our house for six months and not be able to get toilet paper. Like, I saw somebody buy seven gallons of cow's milk. Like, (laughs) what are you going to do with all that milk? You know what's interesting, though? I mean, I know that you never really know what can happen. So, my... I guess my viewpoint on this whole thing is that we really don't know when it's going to die down or go away. But even if it gets to the point where we can't go outside, you know, heaven forbid somebody standing in our parking lot saying like, if you come out your house, you're going to get arrested. Like there's more important things to worry about than buying things excessively. I kind of feel like so I guess I during this time i'm more preparing myself mentally about what could happen you know what i'm saying like what am i going to do if i can't go to work for this period of time what am i going to do for my family how am i going to keep us healthy you know like i'm i'm thinking about those things and still enjoying what we can be doing now like you know you come home and your family is there instead of everybody's rushing through the door at eight o'clock just to go to bed. Like, yeah, you know, absolutely. so it's That's like, what I'm saying. Enjo- change of pace. Yeah. Enjoying things as they are, because you never know. You really, you really just don't know. That's how I've been thinking. Like, even though people are saying, oh, it's going to be gone by July, it's going to be gone by the summer. It's like, you never really know what's going to happen, even if it is gone, how things are going to be affected. I mean, People are off of work. Kids are at home in who knows what kind of home setting. So it's like people are not just affected financially. It's all kinds of stuff. Absolutely. Going on right now. So it's like appreciate the the good things that you can do right now with your family. Or even if you don't have a family. I mean, shoot. Work on yourself. Yes, definitely. This is time to work on yourself. That's what I said. Like read, pray, meditate exercise whatever those things may be don't sit and watch the news all day because who thought this was going to happen to the point where people are spending all their tax money on on groceries yeah. and stuff like and that and you know the thing too is like um 
or just their money period, their savings, anything like people are having to their savings is dwindling down because they just don't have business. They can't go to work anymore. You know, I mean, well, this is the thing, too, like at least in my at least in our lifetime, I don't remember anything like this ever happening. So I think this is the first time where something to this totality where it's like, hey, this is shutting down. This is shutting down. This is shutting down. You can't go here. You can't be in this size group. Yes. So I think that if this was to happen again in our, in the future, we're better. We'll be better um, able to handle the situation where it's like even the people making the decisions won't be like, now this is shutting down today. And then mm-hmm. three days later, this is shutting down. It's going to be like, we're shutting this down. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be here in two weeks. Because I feel like, I, I guess the way I'm looking at this is like, why are we waiting and shutting stuff down so slowly? Why didn't we just do this in the beginning? And maybe at this point, we probably would be past this little hump that like, it's like we're going up this hill and we're trying to come back down it. So it's like we're like pushing the car up the hill very slowly mm-hmm. to then come back down and get us back where we were. And so it's like, I don't like, obviously I'm not making the decisions and I don't have all the information, but I feel like. We're like kind of like like dancing along the line. You never really know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Yeah, so it's kind of just like I think that this is the first time this happened in my lifetime. So I'm thinking like, okay, you're aware of you know the next time it'll be adults. Yeah, the next time it'll be better. Yeah, I mean, definitely, this is a time to realize, like you know, have things in a certain order. That way, if something like this ever happens again, you know exactly what you're going to do. I mean, you can't predict the future, but you know, like, you know, you're Well, you prepared. can build yourself up mentally to be strong to handle those things. Mm-hmm. Because so learn an experience definitely. I think that's just like in life though. You can't pre- you can't predict really anything. So That's my That's my thoughts on where we are right now. Um well, Wendell, thank you for having me on your first ever podcast show. Miss Guest Ashley. She'll... I'm sure I'll be back periodically. Yeah. If I said something um that wasn't quite right, my bad, because this is my first time talking. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> so this is the first episode. Um, I would like feedback. That'd be great. Um, if you have any uh, fitness or health topics you're interested in, please leave a comment. That would be great. And look forward to talking to you soon. Peace out. Peace.